Good morning, Jerry. Good morning, brother John. How are you, sir? Oh, I'm I'm feeling really good. I this is a this this week or this show is going to be. It's slowly evolving, but came to a head this morning, and boy, am I looking forward to it. Three bags full. That's my only comment. Yeah, this story really fully mm. developed. It's mm. late breaking, and boy, mm. it's, but it's not busted. Mm. No. Breaking, but not broken. Yes. Yeah. Not busticated, as my mother-in-law used to say. She's a Hoosier, which we'll get to a little bit later. Mm. Busted. Oh, (laughs) oh, foreshadowing, foreshadowing. Oh. To induct our latest listeners, this is The Bro Show. We are actual brothers. And uh, my name is Jerry. My name is John. Yeah, and we talk about four things, and hang around, find out what they are. We think they're interesting. Yep, we'll see. We'll see what you think. Oh boy. Hey John, we got a sponsor too. Uh, yeah, we do. Yeah. We got Center a, for we, Humans and Nature. It's a beautiful right. T-shirt. I live yep. here too. It's yep. got the old wolf on it, the wolfie. Yep. Yep. Uh, hosted wolfie. by Bonfire, and maybe you can explain how Bonfire works. When you buy, uh, well. When we produce T-shirts on Bonfire, all of the proceeds go directly to the Center for Humans and Nature. We don't see a penny. We don't have to worry about anything for our tax returns. There's nothing. Nothing comes our way. It all goes to the Center for Human Nature. And Bonfire even kicks in some of their fees so that Center for Human Nature gets more. Now, you can do this with any nonprofit or public charity, uh, 501c3. So. Bonfire's oh, got a great program there, yeah. Hey, by the way, what are you what are you what are you wearing? I, I mean from from the from the belt up, you know, let's not get too personal here. Alright, I'm wearing the actual wolf t shirt. Mine's a slightly different color than that one. But <gasps> I'm wearing the I live here too wolf t shirt. Yeah. How about you? It's very good. Well, I decided to get go old school. Uh I went back to the original shirt and I kind of it took a long time this morning. I, I feel part of Ooh. my day consists of perusing shirts, taking a look in what feel I get from them is going to make a difference as to my selection. I took a look at the original and saw that little baseball where the, yeah. the O in bro mm-hmm. is and said, you know what? It's baseball season. This is what I'm wearing. It's very nice. Uh, now, when you came into the studio, didn't the wardrobe guys get after you about that? They've been complaining about the paint flaking off of that one. Well, you know what? I'm very selective. I, I, I don't. I'm, yeah, there's a little. You, 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 I yeah, can a see little flaky. It's getting a little flaky, which fits my personality, so I don't. Well, think you that's are. A problem. You are. You're the <laughs> podcasting personality, so I think they have to put up a little of your guff yeah. and your temperamental, temperamental, temperamental nature. So. Yeah. That's just the way that goes. Oh boy, hey, uh, you know, we, this is the season of the ox. And boy, you know, I thought this was a kid's story we were going to feature, but I've realized that it's got adult implications. Every day something's happening. We need to think about this. So what, why don't you give us a little summary of what the old frog and the ox story is about? 
Well, first of all, this is part of the Aesop's uh, fables. Uh, so we didn't make this up. No, it sounds like we did, though. <laughs> and just to give us some context, you know, uh, Aesop's Fables was the basis of Fractured Fairy Tales, which uh, was narrated by Edward Everett Horton on Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yes. So so a great cartoon show in the 60s and 50s that uh, some of us are aware of, some of us are not. So, yeah. yeah. The, the, ox and the, the Ox and the Frog. Well, you know, where would an ox and a frog even hang out, one asks. I'll That's tell you a where. a question. Yeah, a Ford. A Ford. A Ford. It's, uh, this is almost sounds like something we've talked about before. I think I know what that is. I, I, I comprehend Oxford. my routine. Oxford. Mm. Oxford, yeah. Yeah, one of the oldest oldest uh, uh, centers of learning in Europe, uh, mm. in England, actually. So, anyway, they're hanging out there. Uh, one of the frogs compatriots... Uh, got squashed by the ox as the ox was going through the ford and the frog went to tell his compatriots about it and you know he said he didn't identify the ox as an ox he just said this huge monster squashed our friend and they kept asking him how big was the monster so he kept inflating himself to indicate how big the monster was and in doing so he blew up yeah, he, he explodes, and I mean, I kind of concentrated my attention upon the exploding frog, not realizing that the story that is being told here has a lot of signif significance uh, to this very day, everyday life. It's sort of be, saying, "Be true to yourself." Yeah, don't try to be don't try to be so, an ox if you're a frog. Yeah, exactly. And uh, as I'm very capable of doing. I can give a metaphor of this as it relates to baseball. You've what? got this small. What? You, <laughs> what? <laughs> you've got this very small, fast ball player who one day, accidentally, just because of ideal circumstances, hits this singular home run, a feat that is very unique for him. But all of a sudden, he sees himself. As a home run hitter. So what does he do? He goes up and swings as hard as he can. And continues to strike out. And never hit another home run. And never so get on base. He, he, and what he should be doing. Is he should be getting on base. Stealing bases. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. waiting for the ox. I mean the power slugger hitter. To get yeah. up and hit the home run. So wow. the manager says to him. Be a frog. Don't be an ox. Ooh. Wow. Wow, that gave me chills. I don't know about the rest of y'all, but that was that was amazing, John. Yeah. You spent you spent some time on that, didn't you? Yeah, I, uh yeah, I did. I mean, but it, it's it, it but we we should all look at ourselves. I mean, this uh and say, yeah. you know what? Don't try to do something that you are not not, not true to your being. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I mean, get a little heavy there. But, yeah, you um, did. You got just. Uh, I felt that. Well, one. you know, I, I actually feel it in the article, which I feel necessary to plug. That's in on the website. My book review, kind of in a way, yeah. says that about mankind. Don't think you are something you are not. Ooh. Realize what you are in the relevance of the whole picture. Yeah, and that would be your review of Reconnect, the book. Yes, Reconnect, the book. Yeah. How do you like the way I've got that plug in there? Mm. I thought that was super <laughs> slick. And it's gotten good reviews here in our household. Uh, 
your your niece, my daughter. Well, I just passed has, it off read to your the, review. Uh, the senior editor of uh, oh? Center for Humans and Nature for Did her you? to read because she gave me the idea of doing it. She's the one. And so Anya Klaus. So Anya, it's in your court. Uh, I'm sure you're. Mm. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting uh, eagerly to see where it could be published within the confines of this academic-oriented uh, organization, mm. Center for mm. Humans and Nature. Mm. Mm. <laughs> 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 oh, come on! That's for me to say, not you. I'm okay, there in the right. thick of it. Oh, yeah, I'll stay in my lane. I'll stay in my lane. <laughs> stay in the weeds if you don't mind. Mm. <laughs> okay. Hey, we have a word, John. Yeah, you better pronounce it because I get a little shaky when I try to. This word I've never heard. I, yeah, it, demonym. I'd never heard demonym before, but our friend Walter Tim actually gave us this word. Walter Tim, my, our little brother Jeff, and myself and you, we have a weekly video call. And we also have a word when we do that call. And so every once in a while, you and I will pick up a word for Jeff, from Jeff or, or Walter, and we'll use it on the show, and this is one of those examples. So what is a demonym? Uh, I ran this by our friend Sarah down in Australia, a friend of the show, honorary bro. So uh, she's been on. And she said, demonym, let me see. Nim means name, demo, demo, demographics, city. State, yeah. some population. Yeah. She got it, like, just like that, in essence. Sweet. It is the name used for the people who live in a particular country, state, or other locality. So, you ready for an example, John? Yeah, I think the examples you've got there are very good. Michigan, Michigander, uh, is, are, are Michiganian. Michigan. Michiganian are two examples. I decided to myself to take a look at um, at each of the states. You can go to a list of demonyms for uh, in Wiki and go down, and all of them are pretty much like this. They're just a, a, an extension of the state itself, or yeah, or variation except thereof. Everyone, except for two. All. Oh, <clears throat> there's two states that do not use. Um, one of them is pretty obvious. I've already made reference to it, I think. The Hoosier state. They don't, they don't uh, say Indianian or uh, Indianer. No. Uh, no. And they say, they say Hoosier. Uh, the other one, though, is a real surprise. That's yeah. one that's What's Hawaii. Yeah. Now, what do they call Your inclination would be to say Hawaiian. But mm. more likely, I think the, this isn't exactly what you call the, the official size and weight uh, but the one that they recommend uh, that I would use is Islander. And you're saying, yeah. well, why can't we say Hawaiian? Perhaps no. you could uh, shed Those some light are natives. On that. Those are the Aboriginal people of Hawaii. The ones of Polynesian types, the, yeah, the indigenous right. ones. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. The ones that got there first. Yeah. So if you were a person who uh, decided to move and spend a fair amount of time, or even if your parents did and you were born in Hawaii, but you were not an indigenous Hawaiian, uh, you were not a Hawaiian, uh, mm-hmm. I'm afraid you would not be able to use that to describe no. yourself. You're an Islander. You're an Islander. Yeah. 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 I think that's fair. Uh, you know, and, and I'd never heard this word before. But if you think about it like Sarah did and break it down, you can get pretty close. The nim part most people get. 
you know, because there's, you know, uh, all the synonym, antonym, you know, acronym, there's all those different words, nim, and it all has to do with naming, so. I think the makes, most common, yeah, the most common, uh, demonym is the, uh, is the United States of America. We often mm-hmm. refer to ourselves as Americans. How about that? Yep. So it doesn't have to be state. It could be a city. It could it be location is the key. So, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, we, we've had a, a series of these words with the NYM on them. Uh, yeah, we have. Uh, yeah, backronyms, uh, you know, they're, they're mm-hmm. all kind of, with, we start with cinnamon, cinnamon, that's the one I have trouble with. Cinnamon and, sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah, I could use some of that on my oatmeal. <laughs> yeah, this is really good. An antonym and... Uh, and, and whatever, and all of a sudden we've decided to take a little further look, and you know we're kind of pawing, we're kind of pawing on these words every every day. It seems like so. It all seems good. like yeah, yeah. We've we've gotten into the habit, I think now, and you can get in the habit too. Listen to the Bro Show. Why not? Sorry, that just came out. All right. You ready for our two takes? We've got a pretty interesting two takes. Yeah, week, I think. you know, um, I've this been. Is, this, yeah, we've gotten feedback on this one too. Well, I'll tell you. Here's the thing to me. Yeah. I when I first look at it, I uh, before I did the whole thing with the the the, the fable, the the ox and mm-hmm. the frog, I had a whole different perspective. I read well, the fable, and then all of a sudden, it's like I, the light bulb went off, and I saw a completely different. What is? And topic, here's the key. The what is the topic? Yeah, let's take a look. What is this damn topic? That's a good question. It is top city destinations. For digital nomads. So what we have right now is we have an opportunity because many people are in a position now that we've gone through the the pandemic of realizing both employer and employee that they're fully capable of doing their job anywhere they please. They could do it at the library. They could do it at home. So, uh, yeah, they don't have to be necessarily in the office. So this population has grown. And they are able to to do that. But I think the key to this word, as we take a look at it, is nomad. Mm. So as we look at it, we need to understand that the person who is going to be doing this is going to be a person who's got itchy feet that needs to be on the move. Probably staying a place longer than a year would be very uncomfortable. So one of the so what we did is we found we determined that there was Yahoo had a uh, a survey of the top U.S. metro uh, destinations for digital nomads, and we Mm. decided to take a look at it. But I think it's important for us to determine what are some of the criteria that we're looking at in such a city. So are we looking for uh, low housing cost, uh, a home ownership here? No, we're looking for rentals. Ah. Rental is key. Okay. Rental is a, is a critical piece of this. So you need to have a city that has a lot of rental units. And another thing that we need to think about is the fact that these digital nomads are probably, if they're only going to be there a year, the cost is going to be important, but it's not going to be the, the deal breaker necessarily. Because if you say, well, gee, that unit's $100 a month more than I willing to, would, can, would normally pay. Well, you got to remember, twelve times a hundred is twelve hundred bucks. So yeah. put everything in the perspective of a year as you take a look at cost. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is that uh, you want to, you probably are going to be to qualify for this position. 
You have to be a person who's probably uh, single, maybe married with no children, uh, is anxious, is younger, and wants to kind of explore different possibilities, and might even be looking for a permanent place to reside. And this mm. might be just a test. Ah. So uh, that city, though, offers things that, so the, the logical person not to be a candidate would be a married person with a lot of kids of school age Correct. who probably Correct. wants to keep anchored into a certain uh, location, That's or right. perhaps a person who is not married and who's married to 3,000 books. Uh-oh, who would that be? <laughs> who, who would be yeah. 3,000 books in their So, apartment? in other I words, wonder. your your life should not be uh, you, consumed with a bunch of what people might consider clutter. <laughs> <laughs> you're a collector, John. You're not a hoarder. Remember that. Yeah, Remember. so uh, you got to be what you call quick on your feet, able to move at a moment's notice is kind of the, that'd be the, the, the ultimate, uh, the ideal the situation. Yes. That's the profile. So that's the profile. So what kind of cities do you think we can come up with this? I don't know. Well, uh, yeah, well... You're, I wish I lived I in one of these cities. Then yeah, I wouldn't have to move. There are two kinds of cities, John. There are the cities that people escape to, and there are cities that people escape from. And you're the number two city to escape from. New York's the number one. You're yeah. number two. And Austin is the number two city to escape to. You're a lucky dude. I'm ahead of my time. <laughs> yeah, you deserve, you determined yeah. a long time ago yeah. before it became fashionable that to live correct. in the city that re- uh, prides itself in staying weird. How's that slogan go? Yeah, keep Austin weird. Keep Austin weird. We also uh, we have you know Austin City Limits, a famous live music uh, uh, television show, PBS show. I think this also points out the other uh, features that we're interested in. It's not only taking a look at ourselves, but taking a look at the location and what it offers. And Austin, like you said, has music, yeah. it has arts. It's uh, it's really got a lot of... Uh, and the, uh, the other thing you like to do is look and say, well, are there any kind of uh, day trips or places within uh, maybe a, a day drive? That I can right. go to, and you, you can go, go. You can go anywhere from big city to you know, Dallas to San Antonio, uh, and you can go stretch as far beyond that that are going to offer you some yeah. some very interesting things to do. Yeah, the Hill Country, Texas Hill Country, yes. is famous. So, yeah, it's it's a good place. It's a great place to live. A uh, big reason we moved here was, uh, you know, we lived here briefly the summer of '76, and we decided in '87 we had a chance to move. We said, well, you know, where do we want to? You know, put down roots. We decided, well, a good a place that has good education. It's University City. So, big university there, lots of smaller universities and colleges. We thought this would be a great place to finish off Rose's high school and for Joe to go through school. So, we moved to Austin in 1987 and have never left. Such a deal. Yeah. I think that, you know, your personal interest also uh, obviously yes. will will make a very, very big difference. I kind of took a look and I originally was Where thinking would you? Of, Where would you go? Well, I'll tell you. I looked through and I'm going to pick one of the cities that's on the list. Uh, uh, and and the num- by the way, the number one city is Jacksonville. And Jacksonville yeah. kind of fits because Florida. It's, Florida. it's Florida. It's got reasonably good weather, but it's not all the way down. Uh, near Miami, it's more towards the border, and there are a lot of different things you can do. You got water, 
you got destinations that are relatively close. It's also, if you're a person who likes to play golf, you know, there's certain ooh, places like ooh, Charleston, yeah, South Carolina. Yeah. So I took a look at it and <coughs> decided that I made a last-minute change on my city. I decided San Jose. What? Yeah. Now, why did I, I pick San Jose? Well, San Jose. It's a living very high there. But, it's all, but here's the thing. I've already what pointed it? it out. Number one, it's got a large, it's the second largest number of rental units. Number ah. two, I mentioned before, I'm only going to stay there a year. Oh. So I'm willing to maybe price myself a little higher because it's only going to be for a year. And I also like it because it's relatively, it's within an hour's drive of San Francisco and Oakland. That's, that's And you have also can go the other direction and go to places such as Monterey. There's a, there's a lot of different things that you can, you can do. Yeah. And of course, uh, I'm that's baseball-centric, true. and there's baseball in San Jose. There's baseball in, in, uh, in San Francisco and Oakland. Yeah. So I decided that, and I've... It's also got Stanford University relatively close, so it's got yes. the it's got it's it's got a nice educational uh, thing to Valley. it. Silicon Valley, Silicon Valley, right. So there. yeah, yeah. so culture. You, the culture is the culture is pretty good, and a lot of culture around, and a lot of nature, et cetera, things to do. Uh, so that's you surprised me. You, you yeah, surprised I, me. I threw you a curveball there. Sorry about that. You mm-hmm. did. Couple couple quick notes here. Uh, number one. It's digital nomad, so if you're going to do this, check out the internet. Don't move and then find out you have bad bad internet. That's a, yeah, some people forget that. Believe it or not, in this they do age. forget it, and it yeah. doesn't mean there can't be some dead spots even within a metropolitan area. Secondly, don't be surprised if you move to a place like Jacksonville, which has all the good things we just talked about, and your your uh, home office is in San Jose, for instance. If you live in San Jose, the price of living is so high, you'll be paid a lot of money. But if you work from Jacksonville, it may not be as high because your price of living isn't as high. So people have noted sometimes there is a disparity. And it also works the other way, by the way, John. You can be a digital nomad with uh, offices, let's say, in Denver, San Jose, someplace like that. And you work in one of these these places that are it's not so high. You might get the same salaries you got before, and you'd be, you know, making a lot more money net. So it works both ways. Right, it works both Sarah, ways. Sarah, and Sarah pointed this out to us, by the way. Sarah, that's very good. I, I would like yeah. to think that 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 is a good factor. It's I don't think it's a deal breaker because again, we're talking about a year. These are people that don't like True. to stay someplace too long. Um, by the way, so, this is an international phenomenon too. We shouldn't pretend like it's not. Yeah, you could people. actually yeah. go and yeah. do a survey of destinations. Yeah, we're a little bit. Uh, yeah. We can over, travel so we pretty far. Yeah. Um, I also one of the other things you might that you can think about. You want to look at and you say, well, look, I I don't. I'm going to buy an apartment. I don't want to work at my apartment. So you might also take a look at and if you can talk to your boss into this, maybe get an office share place. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Coworker. So that way you can you can be using the facilities there. It's probably particularly if you needed to have a office address that yes. could fit in very well. So if you're a one man office yeah. and you're interested in somebody, a place for the mail to go, phone calls, all those office things that are needed. Uh, taking a look at the office share uh, uh, capabilities within a, a city could be important also. Yes. So. 
Hey, while we're talking about attribution, you know, we just gave a shout out to Sarah Reichel down in Australia for her. Oh, wait a minute. You, you, you got a, you got a leftover shout out, don't you? We do. We do. Last week we talked about infrastructure, but we would have never talked about infrastructure if it wasn't for the guidance of Mary Jane Daniels, my lovely wife, who came up with the idea. She noticed at the time that a lot of people didn't know what infrastructure meant as regards the infrastructure bill. So that's how we got mm, there. Yeah, so, and Mary Jane. I, I'm so glad you mentioned it because now she'll, maybe she'll start speaking to you again. Or speaking to you. <laughs> yeah. uh, which I haven't done in a long time. I yeah, that would be, that yeah, would be a landmark yeah, occasion. That would be unusual. All right, so let's, well, how about a groaner? Two groaners. Hey, two groaners. Uh, our groaners are provided to us from Vincent Anthony Lauder Jr., commonly referred to as the coach, the coach. Saint Vincent himself. Yeah. And he has come up with some extraordinary winners. Okay. I'll so here we go. Position. First, I'll the position. Groner, go ahead. Are you I ready? I have assumed the position. I'm ready. Why do male deer often get braces? Why do what? male deer often get braces? I don't. I don't know, John. They have buck teeth. Oh, that's a good one. Good one. Oh, dear and dear, okay. dear and dear to my heart. Yeah, yeah I had buck teeth. We yeah. are both are, uh, victims yeah, we of had an orthodontist. Crazy, a crazy orthodontist. <laughs> and a crazier dentist. Cra- yeah, who recommended the orthodontist. <laughs> oh. Two peas in a pod, no doubt. Oh, okay, yeah. here's the second oh, yeah. one. Ready. What happened? When musicians Bono and The Edge walked into their favorite bar. What happened when musicians Bono and The Edge walked into their favorite bar? I don't know, John. The bartender exclaimed, Not you two again. Oh, 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 that is corny. That is corny. That is so good. I was looking at maybe the answer involved you too, but I thought, no, he wouldn't do that. John, John and Vince wouldn't get that. They wouldn't stoop to, they did. You stooped yeah, to that we, level. Yeah, we, we, we basically went to the very bottom of the barrel to come up with these two quotation marks winners. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sounds good, John. Thanks. Okay. Talk to you later.